best. All right, let's do this. Kay. Welcome to the Van Man Podcast. My name is Sam, and I am the Van Man. Today, I have Sarah Rasmussen with me. She is a Utah photographer and videographer, and she specifically focuses on wedding photography. Um, she's very much a veteran in that category, especially compared to um, the other photographers in this series of six. Um, and we actually met at my friend's wedding where I was the best man and she was the videographer and we hit it off and just started talking about her business and how she long she's been doing videography and all that stuff. Um, and then fast forward like what, eight months, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I recommended her to my sister and she ended up doing the videography for my sister and then we've just stayed friends. So excited to have you. How are you? Oh, it's so good. It's so nice to see you again. It, really though. I mean, we're on a good six month schedule here. Let's exactly. just keep that going. Exactly. Right? Like when is your wedding going to happen? Like is six oh, months from now? God. Like oh. someone else? Give it like two more years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But between you and Taylor, I think I've got it set. Like Sweet. I've got all my pictures and videography taken care of. Um, but let's just jump in. So um, I've been asking everybody in this series, what is like your origin story? Well, um, it kind of starts back into high school. Um, I was one of those student government kids. Like I really loved being involved and I wanted more people to come to more events on campus. And I grew up in Idaho, Preston, Idaho, where Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite was filmed. And, you know, our school was kind of behind in like keeping up with technology like we didn't have a lot of technology we didn't really have any videos or photos or anything like that made and I was running for a senior class president and the year before I was trying to think about like what could I do as senior class president make you know senior year different for us how could I document it and one day I I started to get into watching YouTube videos and I ended up seeing um some of, like, the Utah schools that did, like, recap videos of, like, their senior year. And I thought, why can't I do that? (laughs) And so I ended up buying some cameras, and, I mean, they were really cheap cameras, and I just started sticking them in people's faces, going to every single event, and I just put together, like, a recap video of the whole year, and I ended up loving doing that. And then I ended up moving to Logan, Utah to go to Utah State, And I was looking for a little part-time job, and I got hired by the video team at USU. And ever since then, I've just been doing video and photos. That's awesome. Yeah. So were you in your senior year? Did you just do, like, one senior year video? Yep. Just, like, the whole year. The whole year. Just every single event that I could go to, every single student. I tried to get several videos of them throughout the whole year and just put it together. It's, like, a 15 to 20-minute video. It's really really crappy now, but... Well, of course. Yeah, I mean, it was your first video, but, like... How like how much video did you end up taking that oh, you cut down to twenty so minutes? Much. So like much. every student, yep. even if it is a small town Preston. Yep, and I think I missed maybe like four or five kids, but I mean I didn't really have a very big graduating class. I think we had like one hundred and fifty students, right. but still, like that's a lot to. Oh yeah, you know, especially to keep it going all yes, year. Yes, yes, and I just had tons and tons of footage that still didn't end up making it in the video, but I tried right. to cram as much as I could that you know looked still looked good but I worked on that thing all year long like everybody would be like what are you doing on your laptop all the time and I was just cranking away at that video all year 
Did, was it well received then at the end? Yeah. And, but people loved yeah, it. Yeah, we ended up playing it at like the end of the year um, assembly and everybody ended so up loving cool. it. And it's still on YouTube. It actually still gains like a decent amount of traction. I mean, I get a couple hundred views on it every year still. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's so, that's so stupid that that video just still... People are reminiscing. Yeah, I guess maybe. They want to look back. <laughs> They're showing their friends. Yeah. They're talking about you. Yeah. That's so cool. And then you ended up working part-time while you were in yep. college. Mm-hmm. What was that job like? What was... I mean, it was more kind of like filming classes and classroom stuff and then mm-hmm. every once in a while we got to do kind of like fun things like there was like a leadership conference we'd go video that or like like ads and marketing for the university every once in a while we would get to do stuff like that or like live concerts so that was kind of fun um yeah i mean i just like random stuff that i got to film while i was at utah state so at what point did that become I'm going to go do weddings, like, and transfer into your oh, own yeah. personal stuff. Yeah. Well, 2020 was quite a year for all of us. <laughs> that That is my wedding origin year was really? 2020. I know. That sounds so silly because a lot of, like, small businesses, like, tanked in 2020. Well, that and because it seems like you've been doing weddings for, like, 10 years. And I haven't. I've only been you've doing only it for a couple years. years. That's awesome. But so in 2020... I was a recent grad and I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out what kind of job I wanted. And I knew it was something to do with like content creation, photo, video, because I really liked that. And I really right. liked um, working for like USU's video department. I just, I loved that. And I thought, man, I could make a career out of that. What did you get your degree in? I, okay. My degree is also another weird story. I kind of started out as like marketing. And uh-huh. then I, as my time went on at Utah State, I kind of tried to move it more towards video. And so I ended up getting kind of like a a general degree, but it was more of an emphasis in video because Utah State doesn't really have a video program yet. Right. So you're just taking whatever classes you could. Yeah. Yeah. But I ended up taking some art classes, which did I did take a couple of video classes at USU, but I didn't really get like an official video degree. Um, Did you work that same job? Yes. Yes, four years? Wow. all the way, okay. all the way through. Um, and so I was trying to figure out what kind of job I wanted when I graduated, but literally no one was hiring because it was like right as everything shut down in the world. Right. Like no one was hiring. There was hiring freezes. I mean, you couldn't get a job anywhere. Right. Like, even like at McDonald's, like they were just like, we, we can't oh, yeah. hire people. I was lucky to just have a job. Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, I, I had a part-time job and it, I was just like, I want to, you know, make more money. I don't want to be stuck in a part-time job and my best friend at the time she was just about to get married and she was gonna have like a decent wedding and you know whatever but covid just canceled all of that for her and i feel so bad but it ended up working out for her but her and i were sitting and she was like well you dummy head why don't you start a video business i was like like a wedding video business and i was like what what do you mean like i'm not good enough to like film all these people's weddings like that's the most important thing for someone is to have like documentation of of their wedding yeah 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 yeah. it's so important and she's like okay well you're filming my wedding next weekend well it wasn't an ask it was you are filming my (laughs) wedding this this next weekend i know and i'm like uh no i don't want to and she's like too bad you are and so I was like, if oh you want to come, you're bringing a camera. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And so I sat down and I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I ended up going to film her wedding. And it was 
really fun and I had <laughs> really good time. I mean, I was super nervous, of course. Oh, of course, totally of course. stressed. But she's not like one of those like snobby brides. Like she was just happy to have it documented. Like she oh, knew course. it wasn't going to be perfect. Especially after all the COVID stuff and she's exactly. a couple months into that. Exactly. Yeah. She's just like grateful that I was there to capture the day and now she has that. And it w- it was like the best day ever. Like I got to point my camera in people's faces again and put together something fun for somebody and And it was for you instead of for a job for work exactly yeah it was something fun for me and after that i she ended up posting that wedding video that i made for her on facebook and i had a bunch of people message me and was like hey will you film my wedding and i was like are you kidding me like that video was so crappy like of course i tried my best but like it wasn't anything great and they were all like knocking on my door hey Will you film my wedding this month? Will you film my wedding this month? And it just has never stopped <laughs> since then. Do you think that part of that initial traction was just because so many videographers and photographers were probably canceling on people? I think, like, yeah, I think some of the bookings that were like finalized or whatever. And when COVID came, like people started to cancel. People started to get worried about that. Right. Um, but I also think it was just luck with like the free social media promotion stuff like that was just like great for me and obviously they all saw something in the video that they ended up liking and that's why they wanted to hire me but i do think you're right with covid everything was just kind of falling apart okay so so now it's been two years two and a half years since you've been doing that full time um how has your process kind of like i guess become a little bit more uh, professional, you know, mm. a little bit more operational where you're mm. doing it more steadily. Yeah. Um, I think my business has changed a lot since the first few weddings that I've done. Um, I've definitely, I've started, you know, paying my taxes. I officially licensed my business. I mean, I run advertisements now. I don't do just friends and stuff. Like I film random people's weddings all across the country now. And yeah. so I, I have more, things to help my business. I have like the back end stuff and I try to dress more professionally, act more professionally, send things through my email so it looks nice. I have professional logo design. So I mean, like it's just built over the past 2 years just continuing to add more. Yeah. And that it just gets more and more professional as time goes on. Yeah, I imagine there's just so many skills that you didn't think you'd end up learning that yeah. now all of a sudden you're a salesperson and yes. you're a marketer yes. and you have to know how to do like copyright. To yes. Send out the right kinds of emails and ads and yes. stuff. All that and stuff. how to post things on social media and all yeah. sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Has that been kind of a beast to figure out or were you kind of already in the social media world as um, well? I think there's a lot of ins and outs to social media. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody in the world right now could say I know exactly how to post correctly to get the most followers or anything right. like that everybody's I, just trying to guess everybody is everybody has their own guesses and i mean i don't think social media makes it any easier for us they try to change it all the time so that's true i i think the things that took me the longest to learn were like the the back-end professional stuff like how do i keep track of all my contracts How do I make a contract to have a legally binding agreement? Or how do I have people pay me? Like, what system should I buy to have people pay me for my services? And those kind of things. How to set up a business Yeah, and and that kind of stuff I didn't know how to do. 
did you um, find yourself like going to consultants or people to help, like lawyers, to help you set that stuff up, or was that all self done yourself? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. I think finding a mentor and getting education because there are a lot of um, wedding professionals that set mm-hmm. up education for you know like wedding videographers starting out, right. and I think those were like instrumental in helping me become a better business. Did you ever do like a paid course for that or was yes. that all like YouTube? Okay. Oh, yes. I do paid stuff all the time. Um, when I first started out, I started in like a filmmaking course and I've moved into a professional wedding course. And last weekend, I actually went to like a content retreat to make better content and learn how to shoot like different things. And so I try my very best to continue to educate myself because I think when you're educating yourself, you're just going to grow more. Right. Um, can you give me an example of like how you find those things or like how you choose them yeah. for people who like haven't, like obviously there are a lot of photographers that haven't gone to those or maybe yeah. don't know or are aware of those. Like yeah. what, what are some expectations that people should have looking for that kind of stuff? Um, I think finding those kind of things, um, you kind of have to put yourself out there, follow people you admire, ask them where they started. Um, I mean, we are so lucky to be, alive at this time with the internet i mean you right, can find literally you can find anything anyone, on the yeah. internet yes yes always somebody selling something yes and another thing that i really love is being a part of like networking groups and having mm-hmm. other friends like i learned so much from like my photographer friends and that's how like i ended up going to the content retreat next like this past weekend because one of my friends was like why didn't you go to this and so getting to know people who know more than you too to um, give you advice okay. on like going to right. things or like, Hey, I was in this course and it was awesome. I learned so much. And then they refer you to that kind of thing. Right. It's a, uh, it sounds like very much being, uh, friends with your competition Correct. is an advantage, not a disadvantage. Correct. Right? We, we usually call it, um, community over competition. And that's okay. something that I really have started to love uh, at the, at the beginning of my business, I was like, everybody's competition. They're taking clients away from me. But I don't think that's the case. I think you can learn so much more from somebody else instead of saying they're your competition. Like being friends with somebody is going to be almost more beneficial than anything else. Like right. I get more bookings from like my friends, my photographer friends, or like other videographers that are like, hey, I'm busy on this day, but I have this client that's like amazing do you want to film their wedding because i can't why would you right. why would you say like i don't want to be friends with someone who does exactly what i do like they know they know you so well like they do the same job that you do yeah like why wouldn't you want to be friends with that kind of person and there's enough weddings to go around exactly you know? you like i don't a- i don't think the market is saturated at all like oh, over that- oversaturated really i don't think about it think about it. how many people in the world are getting married every day There are so many people getting married every day. And, like, also, not everybody wants a videographer at their wedding. I know there's tons of people who are still getting married every day that don't have a videographer. And sometimes they don't even have a photographer. I saw a couple the other day. I had a wedding venue, and they didn't even have a photographer. And so I don't – I think there's, like, a – I know. I think (laughs) that's – It's crazy to think about. I think that's crazy. But there are so many people filming weddings and photoing weddings, but there's also so many people getting married. And – I, I don't think it's oversaturated. I think if you try hard and, you know. There are always people looking for wedding photographers and videographers. Yeah. 
Interesting. That was one of my questions. So I'm glad I know. you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's thinking about doing it, she's saying do it. Because I think you there should. Aren't enough of you guys? No, I I definitely agree with what you said though. I mean, even like in the sales world, um, you know, I had the benefit of being one of the top reps at the company that I work for. And I used to say like, I want to share all of my knowledge with everybody because it's no fun to beat people when they're at their worst. Yeah. Right. I want to beat you. I want to be better. I like I'm competitive, but some but competition I, is nice. Yeah, I want to beat you yeah. knowing that you have every advantage that I have and that you're doing just as, just the same as me. I'm just doing it better. That's such a right? good point. I, I, it fun. I feel that way too. Like I would rather, I'd rather have like a friend of mine be like, same level as me like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to keep that knowledge from them but like having people around you that are good or better than you make you want to be better yeah I think it's a Mr. Beast says that a lot like when have you heard of Mr. Beast? yes I love that man yeah maybe you've heard this then because he talks about when he first started in YouTube it was him and two other guys and he just explains it like you can be on your own and you can try to learn as much as you can or you can partner with two or three other people and you can learn three times as fast Yeah, because you're all trying and failing and succeeding and so together. you learn and fail together. Yeah, yeah, like you learn everything together and it just makes all three of you win faster. I love I think that. that's great. Yeah. I think it's incredible. So if it's not an oversaturated market, what would be your advice for someone who you know, has kind of been contemplating doing weddings? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the person that's like, you're only going to learn when you're doing it. And so my advice would be, sorry, you got to jump in. You just got to do it. And you're going to learn. Yeah. You're going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to learn from your successes. You're going to learn from all those people around you. And I mean, you're only just going to get better. Yeah. You have to start telling people that you do it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Sharing your work, telling everybody you meet like, Hey, like, I do weddings. Or or, <laughs> yeah. or even starting out cheap or even for free. Like when I started, I was doing things for free or for very cheap. I mean, we all start somewhere and so you're going to grow from the bottom up. No, I think that's excellent advice. I mean, that, I mean that's kind of what I did with the podcast. It's like... You gotta start Who somewhere. cares if it sucks? Like, I just got to start doing yeah. it. Eventually, people will start listening and, and kind of following along. Because one day it's not going to suck. One day oh, it's going to be great. One of these days. One we'll of these see. days. <laughs> Yeah, geez, I don't know. Yeah, but there, I mean, a lot of what you said resonates with me, though, because I am getting to a point where it's like, okay, I have enough episodes. Like, do I need to have people start signing contracts? Like, what if I start making like more content out of one episode? And like, is that my content? Do I own that? Or does the other person own that? And yeah. like, how does that all go? Do yeah. I want to add video? What do I do with the video? Like, what's all the tech and, and what are all the, the software? The beautiful you need? part yeah. of life so is that you get to decide what you want to do. You just figure it out. You just figure it out as life goes. So, um, you, I've, and I showed you this question beforehand, but I'm so curious because on your Instagram, you label yourself as an elopement photographer. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the appeal for elopement photography and videography for you? Well, so I have been in the wedding video business for like two and a half years now and I feel like I have filmed enough and seen enough that I know what I want now. Right, yeah. And so as like a business plan in the next few years I want to start moving away from traditional weddings and start moving towards like elopements and destination weddings because that's something that I just really like to do. Um, I would like to move away from like the like the big weddings. I want I want more smaller. Like yeah, 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 the traditional. I want to move towards like the 
romantic, like, intimate weddings, like, just between the couple. Because I've seen over the past few years that sometimes people have weddings that aren't for themselves. Like, they're for their families or their mother or something like that. And I want to see them. I want to be there for them in, in like, a smaller setting in what they want to do. And I also do think that our world is moving more away from tradition. Like, Gen Z is very untraditional, and they don't want anything to do with tradition. And so I have started to see more weddings really move away from traditional, and I think they're kind of headed in that direction. And so I would also like to head in that direction as well. Have you had some of those non-traditional shoots already? Like, what have been some of your favorites? Yeah, I have. um, A couple weeks ago, I filmed, like, one of my very first traditional like elopements i know traditional oh, so sounds cool. weird i i, I meant it well, more in like elopement, elopement. That's totally different. Yeah, yeah yeah and it was it was very small there was probably like 30 people there and wow. we were up in the mountains have you ever heard of church of dirt yeah yeah church and of I, dirt in Park i might have City. even just saw it on your instagram yeah or something oh it is so gorgeous up there. It's like it's on like public land and I mean you kind of start walking on this trail and all of a sudden there's just like a ceremony spot. There's these like log benches that just stay up there all year long and like a cute archway and like that's it. There's like no building, no bathroom, no nothing so like cool. you're you're just like up there in the mountains, you know. And just in nature and just get to be a part of that. There's not, like, driving cars or, like, a million and a half people. And it's just beautiful. And so I really loved, like, the smallness of it and how simple but meaningful elopements are. Right. There's more focus on the couple and the commitments that they're making in them, their special day, and less on, well, how many drinks are there? How many other people? How many friends are here? And let's do all these crazy things Mm -hmm. like skydive in were you there for that one oh no that sounds so cool (laughs) Uh, because that was um you just uh, posted a video it was uh, sheree i did and her her and her husband i think he skydived into the reception i I actually stalked them on instagram and i did see that incredible how could you not they're so cool and they're beautiful too oh my goodness (laughs) yeah oh but that that video shoot was just so much fun yes they're such a cool couple they are so cool um and i guess like another thing that i loved i'm gonna give an example of your sister, actually. Oh, like, stop. I loved... I know, I know. But I loved how instead of spending all day with everybody, that they decided to kind of take, like, a break. Of, in between. like Yeah, yeah, take a break. And then their reception was in the middle of the day, and then they got to spend the rest of the evening together from, like, two on. Like, it yeah, was, like, like that, an yeah. afternoon together. Like, I think if you're getting married... Like, you should spend time with your spouse on your wedding yeah. day. Well, and and there's always, especially when you're doing, like, a temple wedding, like a Mormon temple wedding, yeah. you might have a reserved time in the morning, and then if your reception's at 7 p.m., then you're kind of just, like, milling around all day. Yes. And they very much wanted to avoid that. They wanted yeah. to just kind of get all the celebration out of the way. Yeah. And like you said, and then go spend together. time together. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that is kind of more where I'm headed is, like, I want people to be more intentional with their wedding day and Mm -hmm. like what time they are spending or putting into like their wedding day and how much time they're going to be spending with other people and together and where they're going to be having those weddings. I, I, I I just really like them more. 
I, yeah. I think it's personal. It's I remember personal. talking to you and Taylor at the reception for my sister's wedding. And it was, you know, we did all the pictures at the temple with all the family and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then we all went over to the reception venue and it was uh, Hannah and Joey, right? Mm-hmm. You were, And you and Taylor just went and took pictures of just them. Yeah. And I remember you both saying, oh, that's the best part. Because yes. there's no parents telling nope. you what to do. It's 100% just the bride and yes. the groom doing their thing, their loving yes. shoots and kissing and just being all over yes. each other and just being excited to be married. Yes. Oh, That's so my cool. favorite, favorite part. Because you're right. It's relaxed. I think, yeah, it's relaxed. They actually get to be themselves when they're alone. A lot of the times when I'm, like, shooting weddings and stuff, there's always somebody else around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either mothers or best friends or things like that. And, like... I think who you are with your spouse when you're alone, that's what I want. That's what I want to see because that's when I think people's true colors come out. Um, And I get to see, like, your true happiness. So bridals are my absolute favorite thing to do. (laughs) Oh, I believe it. Yeah. It's interesting to talk about. I mean, this is such, like, a a stupid obvious thing or maybe obvious, but I just didn't really think about it. Like, when I write down questions for the podcast, I always, especially for the photographers, a lot of the questions are pretty similar to mm-hmm. give some um, something for people to follow from mm-hmm. episode to episode. And all of my questions, like my core interest is like, what is your process? Like, yeah. like how are you sending out uh, your videos? Like, how have you set everything up business-wise and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. But you and um, the episode that's coming out before this is Brayden. Um, well, and actually, Miss Mahela as well. All three episodes that I've recorded so far just talk about, I just want to capture the emotion. I yeah. just want to capture the moment so well. And it's yeah. like, well, no, no, duh. Like your photographers, yeah. of course, that's what you want to do. But that's just, I just didn't really think so much about that. And that's the thing that you guys really care about. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. It's amazing. I, It's like my main goal is like, obviously you want your memories documented, but like, I don't want fake memories documented like i think like when we pose couples like sometimes like people don't know necessarily how to stand and stuff but i'm i want to move more away from that into just genuine like reality of like what your wedding day is like i see so many videos or some of the very first videos i've made they look so fake because i was so worried about how it was going to look like people didn't look perfect or people weren't mm-hmm. standing perfect or like decorations didn't look perfect, but that's not what it's, it's not supposed to be anyway. about. Yeah. yeah. No, it's supposed to be what's truly happening on the wedding day. It's or supposed like some, to capture the memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or sometimes I just get so caught up in like, I'm not the biggest fan of this wedding video. Like I don't, I don't love it, but it was mostly because like imperfect things were happening. Mm-hmm but I would like to start moving towards loving imperfect things because that's how it should be. So in your videos, do you have kind of like uh, a catalog of some sort or I guess like how how many requests do you get for specific shots? Like where the Hmm. bride or groom sees something and says, oh, you did this shot in your other uh, video of all the groomsmen running towards the camera. I want that. Mm. Can you make sure to grab that? Like how many requests like that do you get? Every once in a while, I have couples that want specific things, Mm -hmm. but I haven't been seeing it a ton recently. Is that good or bad? I have an opinion on that. It depends. It really depends. Um, I haven't been seeing it a lot lately because I feel like a lot of people just trust me 
Like they see yeah, my they stuff see your work. and yeah. they just know that it's going to turn out fine and it's going to look fine. Like they just cool. give me full trust. Like I had a bride the other day. I was like asking her, is there like anything important? Like I have it in my questionnaire. Like there anything you really want documented? Mm-hmm. And she turned to me and said, Sarah, I trust you. Do whatever you want. Make your video. Yeah. yeah. And I just like my draw, my jaw almost dropped and I was just like, Okay. Like, okay, that's so cool. like that's, that's cool that you trust me enough <laughs> yeah. to do that. But, um, I think the pros and cons is I would like to know what means the most to people. Mm-hmm. Like if your grandma recently passed away and you're wearing her necklace that she gave you or something like that, like I would oh, love yeah. to know that. But like the, like the groomsmen running towards me in the video or stuff like that, I might not want to know because I don't necessarily want to do that kind of stuff in everybody's yeah. video because I want everybody's video to be unique. Right, because otherwise it's just a cookie-cutter yes, video where yes. it's the same three scenes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And so I think we can kind of boil it down to, like, does the bride know what she wants or does she not know what she wants or is she kind of just like, we're going to go with the flow, like, whatever happens, happens. And so I think... All of them can be good and bad. Like, I think if you don't know what you want, but it's not like a go with the vibe thing, that kind of sucks because then I have no vision whatsoever. Yeah. But if it's like go with the flow, like the the day does have like a flow. Yeah. Like things just naturally happen. But then I do love the brides that are like, hey, so my grandfather has cancer. He's about to die. Like, I would love for you to capture him a lot because... You know, we want documentation of that. Or, like, I really love veil shots because I think people look gorgeous with veil shots. And so, like, that kind of stuff, like, I love that kind of direction. But I think it just really depends. It's kind of like, let me, uh, like, you want to have your creativity and you want to be able to do what you want. Mm -hmm. Like, do your thing, right? Yeah. Um, But also, like, have checkpoints. Yes. Right? Are there some checkpoints in between that you want me to grab? How has it been, like... How do you do, like, B-roll? What are your thoughts on B-roll? Yeah. Like, do you try to completely avoid that? Or, like, tell me. I don't know. (laughs) I don't really have the question here, but I just know B-roll is a thing. And that's about where my knowledge ends. Well, (laughs) if I'm being honest with you, I feel like most wedding videos, it's basically just all B-roll. Right, because you're constantly just... Just filming what's happening. zooming in, zooming out, panning from here to here. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And so... I have a very, like, photogenic mind. Uh-huh. So I know it's... I think you're going to think I'm so weird when I tell you this. But as I'm filming, I usually can see the video being put together in my mind. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, this yeah. shot's going to go into this, this next shot. shot. And yeah. this is how I want it to look or things like that. Sometimes I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But then I just try to get a couple different angles of it. And usually it works. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, editing is very fluid you can fix things or change things most of the time i mean if you shoot it right you can about fix anything Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to b-roll i try to live in the moment Uh and just try to kind of feel it out kind of try to put that video together in my mind but i guess if you're asking me more from like a like a commercial standpoint most of the time the client gives you like this is what I want B-roll wise. And they really nail it down to the details. And so it kind of goes along with like the bride. Like if the bride wants that specific thing, like that's how I will film the B-roll. 
Oh, okay, that so, makes sense. Well, and it I guess, just depends on well, like, like what you kind. Said, it's like the flow of the wedding, right? Like if you yeah. know that there's going to be a cutting the cake part, well, time to go over to the cake and take a couple like shots or pans uh-huh. like of, of the, the cake, cake first. First, before we get to yeah. that, because the next, you know that the next shot is going to be them cutting the cake yeah. and feeding it to each other. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of that kind of stuff that you just gave an example of, mm-hmm. like taking a video of the cake before they cut the cake is kind of like a, you learn as you go. Yeah. Because sometimes those things slip your mind. Like like the of bouquet. Course, yeah, like that's your point. If, if you were going to do a bouquet toss, like, of course, it's going to get trashed after she throws it. But, like, if you not never got any good pictures of it before. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. And so same thing with the cake. Once the cake's cut into, it's cut into. And so yeah. you have to get that before. But just, like, the more you practice, the more you'll figure out the flow of a wedding mm-hmm. and be able to do those things. Yeah. The more videos you do, the more you, like, yeah. get used to the shots yeah. that you need to have yeah. before each event. Or know exactly where to put it in the video as well. Oh, that makes sense. And I imagine you can probably give me a couple of examples of like, oh, I forgot to take a picture of the bouquet. Or oh, yeah. The cake 100%. And like that. Do you have one that stands out as like, crap, that was the worst one or that was the hardest experience? You know. Don't name names. I'm not, no, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> I was going to tell you, you're going to hate me, but I haven't really messed up bad Stop. ever. I know. I know. Well, I, that's good. I haven't. I really try my best to remember every single little thing i think Mm -hmm. there was times where like timing or communication wasn't great so like there Mm -hmm. was one time where during covid that a couple came out of the temple like 10 15 minutes before they told me they were going to Uh, and i was standing like 10 15 feet away uh and i kind of started to see people gather and like right as i ran over there they came out and so like i'm glad i listened to my intuition but i'm never really like screwed anything up no no not really i well actually i do have one little one i don't think it's terrible um camera stuff is very weird and you can mess up stuff so easy um but there was a wedding it was a temple wedding and so like the temple part was the most important to her and so then she had a ring ceremony which Uh I'm, it's kind of like a fake ceremony because right, they're already, they already married. Did, yeah, yeah. Did the marriage, and yeah. it's more for people who are like not of the LDS faith that can't go into the temples. Yeah, and so she had some bridesmaids and groomsmen walk down the aisle, and I forgot to hit record. Oh, nice! And so I missed them, <laughs> but I did not miss her walking down the aisle. Right. But it's so weird. Like I have several different angles pointing at like the ceremony space, and I mm-hmm. was in the shot of one of my other cameras. And so you could see me filming it and I thought it was recording. Like you could totally you, yeah, tell. You could, <laughs> you could totally tell my face. So you got face, a video like, of you thinking that you were recording. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And so like if I if she would have been upset, I could have like totally proved to her that I wasn't just standing there with my finger up my nose or whatever that I like legitimately made mistake, yeah. yeah, made a mistake, but it's funny. Yeah, I really haven't made too many mistakes. I I really try to be very early. I stay as late as I really need to. But what kills me is I've seen so many weird things at weddings. And oh, so like what? I like capturing people who don't think they have a camera on them? No, just like there's weird things that happen on wedding days like accidents or like I see people fighting or like just weird things. Oh yeah, like the family cake, gets together yeah. and all of a sudden that long lost 
uncle or whatever comes yes. in and he's there. Yeah, oh. or people who don't get invited show up to weddings and the bride oh, gets no. pissed. Or I once had like a photographer and a bride not get along, but she was cool with me. Or I had a cake oh. almost fall over last week because oh. it was so windy. Or I had some things fall over and break at a wedding because it was so windy. So like those kind of things, but it necessary it wasn't necessarily like my fault. But right. like I've been and there you just to keep witness. Filming. You're right there. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Like I always tell I have a second shooter now. I always tell my second shooter, like if anything happens, please record it. <laughs> just keep recording. Just keep recording. Yeah. So oh. That's so stressful. Yeah, it is very <laughs> stressful. And I feel bad for some of these people because some of it isn't their fault. Right. Or some of it is because people are very inconsiderate. Like some yeah. of these things don't need to be yeah, said Yeah, somebody showing done. up when they're not invited, that's yeah, pretty inconsiderate. Yeah, that's inconsiderate. Yeah. Or like saying mean comments to the bride or stuff uh, like that. I'm like, why don't you just shut up? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you didn't need to say that right now. Yeah. Or like mom and daughter fights. Like oh, those God. suck so bad because I'm usually just like in the bridal room. There. You're right behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. The whole I'm time. like right there. I'm like looking at the wall. I'm like, oh wow, is this like a is this like a, a cream color yeah. or like more like an ivory? <laughs> you're just trying to like bite Turn into a fly on the wall. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Start scrolling through your pictures yes, on your camera. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. I'm just editing. Don't mind me. I do that so much when there's like an awkward lull or something. Oh, that's awkward. Awkward. Everyone's standing there not talking or whatever. I pull up my camera. I'm like looking at stuff on my camera. I'm not necessarily doing anything. I'm not here. I'm just being yes. paid. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I think we've got time for like one more question. Yeah. And then I got to let me. you go. So um, obviously we talked a little bit about how your like next phase is to do pretty much only elopements. Yeah. And how special those are to you. Um, what's like stopping you from doing that right now? Like wh- what's kind of like the next phase? Mm-hmm. What are you working on to get mm-hmm. there? I think my next phase, I am working towards just doing elopements. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, obviously, this is my business. Right. I can't just drop everything at once because, yeah. then, of course, I'm not going to be making any money. And I'm not going to be getting any practice at all. Right. And I think that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, every wedding I do gives me practice for the next wedding. And mm-hmm. I'm only going to get better every wedding I do. Um, and so, right now, my goal is to start marketing more towards people who want elopements mm-hmm. posting more elopement content start yeah, that style s- stop posting like temple weddings or like big like ball gown weddings like mm-hmm. i don't want to post that kind of stuff because if people see that stuff then they think that's what i film or like yeah. country weddings like i don't pun- i don't post country weddings cuz i don't want to do country weddings yeah. and so marketing more towards people like, what people want to see if they're having an elopement. They want to see elopement content. They want to see that you're okay filming an elopement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as time goes on, my plan is to raise my prices. Because usually when you raise your prices, less people book with mm-hmm. you. But people who want you still book with you. And right. so then you don't have to take on as many weddings. Because you're getting mm-hmm. paid more. Um, but then, starting to be more picky with right people saying who, no to the really really yeah, big weddings because yeah. you have other weddings and i mean do. pawning those off to my friends that mm-hmm. do those kind of things like i have a best friend that you have she, a killer network yeah, yeah 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 like she loves country weddings like she would die to do film a country wedding mm-hmm. every day so i'm gonna send that to her or i mm-hmm. have a friend that wants to get into luxury weddings and i'm gonna send that to him 
And so, like, being more precise with, does this couple vibe with me? Is this what I want to do? Is this an elopement kind of thing? And start working more towards that. So, raising my prices, saying no, making sure that I'm a good fit, they're a good fit. Mm -hmm. This is what their wedding's going to be like. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Well, even just to end on the networking fact and like Uh how important that is because when you get good enough, right, you realize that none of you are doing the same thing. You're all professionals in the same space, but really like completely different spaces. Exactly. And you all have very unique ways of doing it. I think that's so cool. I love it. Thank you so much much for being on my podcast. I appreciate it. This is awesome. (laughs) And it was so cool to just hear more about your process and where you've come from and everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I had a great time.